millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey everyone, what is up? It is me, Ewan, from What Culture Gaming, joined today by Josh Brown. Hello, Ewan. How are you doing? I'm doing good, mate. It's very rainy outside, which is good because it makes staying indoors feel a little bit more normal. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> We've got some cool news today because for those curious about the next entry in the Battlefield franchise, we've known for a while that it'll be coming out in 2021, I believe. You know, we had that brief demo that was shown off, and I think EA Play last year where they showed off a face in yes. a building, mm -hmm. and we were all like, oh wow, that's some that's a good face, and that's a good <laughs> building. Um, but we haven't really known when's the next time we'd see more of the next Battlefield. Um, so Josh, what have we learned over the last 24 hours? Well, um, this comes by way of EAC or Andrew Wilson, who was doing you know a regular report to investors, shareholders, things like that. And that's it's, it's funny because that's the only reason we know this game existed. It hasn't actually been formally unveiled. It's just EA themselves talking about it coming and how Battle 6 is in development but yeah he uh, shone a bit more light on what we can expect he talked up um how they're focusing on next gen consoles in particular but i guess the main talking point before i jump into all that stuff is that it seems like it's going to make a return to modern military style um you know a modern military setting like battlefield 3 like battlefield 4 because um he said and i quote pretty much it will quote, mark a return to all-out military warfare. As we all know, the past couple of games have dabbled in World War One, World War Two, and I feel like um, the shooter genre in general is moving back towards the present day, obviously Call of Duty with Modern Warfare. That was a huge, huge success. And I'm actually here for this because I love Battlefield 4 in particular. Like, that's one of my all-time favorites. I think that's quite underrated because it had such a disastrous launch. But immediately, like, this gets me excited, but I don't know about you, Ewan, because I know you're really enjoying, or you were really enjoying Battlefield um, 5, the World War II one, for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I have a, Battlefield has always been my big FPS franchise yeah. uh, since I got into it with Bad Company. And I loved the first two Bad Company games. I loved the 1943 arcade game. And then I played Battlefield 3, and I enjoyed that. And then Battlefield 4, like you said, I came into that at a later date. It's like that bit in the um, Remedial Chaos Theory episode of Community <laughs> where Troy walks in and everyone's on fire. Yes. It's like that, except I didn't see the fire and just wandered in and had a great time because <laughs> by the point, <laughs> by the time I'd gotten into it, it was all good. But yeah, no, Battlefield 4 was great. And um, I think the thing that I'm most looking forward to about it, coming back to a modern day setting, potentially, even though I was a big fan 
of Battlefield 1 and even Battlefield 5, you know, to be fair, I think that game is quite underrated. Mm -hmm. uh, I think obviously, you know, there were major improvements that DICE could have probably done over the course of its lifespan. Um, but I like the vision of both games. Yeah. I enjoyed, uh, especially in Battlefield 1, the narrativization of the multiplayer experience. So you had stuff like grand operations or operations where you'd actually get to take part in an actual historical campaign. Yes. And for me, as someone who... Um, is really interested in history. Uh, I've always enjoyed that. I like having that narrative element to the game. Um, but equally, you know, I can see why they're going back to the modern day because that's where all the coolest vehicles and weapons are. You know, you 100%. can't fly around in a helicopter in World War II. Uh, you can't, uh, there, there, there isn't as much potential for different gameplay opportunities in historical settings. So for instance, one of my favorite things in Bad Company 2 was getting in a Black Hawk and, you know, <laughs> doing really kind of like low flights yeah. down like areas and like having someone in, in the, in the gunner seat actually taking people down. Um, you know, and you can't do that in, in World War One and World War II. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it will come back um, and, yeah, what they're doing. My only my only thing with this, Josh, is that, that there's a little bit in that report that, that we saw where they were saying how DICE had blown away, you know, their previous kind of... Um, like uh, development cycles and how like they yeah. like they're, they're mm -hmm. ahead of schedule. It's like why did you have to pull the the, the Star Wars Battlefront guys? I, I just, why? <laughs> it's just completely pointless. I know. Kind of, like, oh. like that's that's the reason why they like, they leave that bit out. The fact that you know, like you said, support is no longer on Battlefront Two. It's no longer on Battlefield Five because they pulled all of those developers and everyone's working on this massive project. And that's why it's ahead of schedule. But at least that does mean you know, hopefully it's a it's a smoother development cycle and it will be on track for this 2021 um, holiday release, which Andrew Wilson again confirmed. Yeah, you do make a good point there when it comes to terms in terms of vehicles, in terms of weaponry choice. I I prefer the modern military games for that reason because i feel like there is a bit more variety and for as much as i loved battlefield one in particular like i played that game to death adored its visual aesthetic enjoyed how um weighty it felt how responsive it was i did miss those added vehicles i did miss the choice in terms of attachments in terms of weapons and stuff so hopefully we get that back going into this sequel the big thing wilson um seemed to stress in this brief talk is the fact that they're making the most out of these next-gen systems. It feels like this is good. Well, they're, they're pitching it as the proper next-gen battlefield. And that not only includes what they call like the most intense, immersive experience they've created, but it also means an uptick in how many players are actually going to be in matches. Currently, Battlefield has 64 players. That's like the limit of the conquest mode and some of the operations and stuff. Um, it seems like that's going to be even higher going forward, which you know excites me. If they're going to go all in to create these bigger maps, I want those to be as populated as possible because that's the big differentiation. For me anyway, when it, when it used to go up against um, Call of Duty, for instance, I liked those larger scale battles. I liked being on this big team, part of this, you know, part of the cogs of war or whatever. Yeah. And I want to see that pushed as far as it can go. Because I think, you know, if you look at Call of Duty now, I mentioned Modern Warfare earlier. Like, I, I love that game. I've played it to death. But that's almost stolen a bit of Battlefield's pie. It now has in the, um, what is it called? The, the the big version, the big version of the match. I've, I've completely forgotten what it is. <laughs> ground war, ground war. In the ground war <laughs> modes, uh, you can get like tens and tens of players in these big matches and it feels like Battlefield. It feels like they're trying to get a slice of that pie. Obviously, there's the Warzone mode as well, which supports 150 players. So I do think it makes sense for Battlefield to not only push destruction, push the size of the maps, but push the population in those maps as well. 
I bet you that still 80% of my team will sit at the back of the map <laughs> trying to be American Sniper or something. 100%. Like, I'm contributing and I'll just be there, one-man army and everything, taking the objectives and just being great at Battlefield. Because I'm, I'm good at Battlefield, Josh. I have a great time on Battlefield. It's, it's, it's really fun. But yeah, I... Uh, I, I completely agree. I'm, obviously, we know nothing about like the actual, you know, because um, obviously it's going to be have a. Mon uh, we assume at this point that it is going to be a modern setting. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see whether or not they could take that. Are they going to go a little bit into the future, like we've seen with other modern warfare games recently, where it's like set in the near future? Yeah. Or could we see maybe something that is set? You know, maybe in the nineties or early noughties, maybe something that still, you know, has that modern, you know that sense of modern warfare about it or you know i assume it's going to go further into the future because it'll mean that you know that they're less constrained by any kind of you know narrative um, yeah. you know historical issues and you know you'll have the whole thing where they can basically play on current geopolitical tensions or whatnot but i'm, I'm curious to see these things matter to me because i'm a nerd and <laughs> even though the battlefield campaigns aren't great i will play them yes because I'm a sucker for that sort of thing. <laughs> Me too, man. I don't know why I just throw myself into the Battlefield campaigns. Yeah, the only one I didn't play weirdly enough was the second Bad Company one, but everything else like I've, I've played, I went through the scripted sequences of three and quite enjoyed them. But I do think that I want them to have a freedom in terms of setting. I remember Bad Company 2 when that Vietnam DLC, the expansion pack came out. Like oh. I thought that was like like incredible at the time. So I, I don't want to, even if it is modern modern military um modern military aesthetic i do hope they give themselves some scope to like play about with that whether they want to go, jump into the future or like you said maybe go into the 90s that would be really fascinating That'd be a great idea for, for expansion packs yeah. you could have like each each if they're going to continue the um was it like the t tides of war that battlefield have yes yeah. battlefield 5 had sorry then you could maybe do that and each make each season a different theater of war over the last you know 50 or so years i have no idea that maybe contradicts the point of a modern warfare game but you can still have all the vehicles and stuff going on there I don't know, but yeah, I want to know what you all think of Battlefield 6's uh, upcoming announcement down in the comments below. Are you looking forward to a return to Modern Warfare, or were you hoping for something a little bit more historical focused? Let us know, and don't forget to like the video if you enjoyed it, and to subscribe to What Culture Gaming so you don't miss more news and content like this every single day. As always, I've been Ewan. You can follow me on Twitter if you want to, at Things, and you can follow Josh Brown on Twitter at... Josh Brun with two O's at the end. Josh Brune. But yeah, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.